Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Welcome to the Satirically Challenge Show podcast. A few notes before we begin. This podcast is Boss, you want to try that again? I didn't mean that. I meant Boxing Roost. Sorry, that's wrong too. That was for the other podcast. Oh dear, I've said too much. I meant to say the population of disabled people, of which there are one billion of us worldwide. Sorry, did we offend you already? If we did, accidentally or otherwise, we have doctors standing by to take your calls. Wait, we know what you're thinking. I'm as mad as hell, and I'm not going to take this anymore! I've tuned into the wrong podcast. Doomsday. The end of the world. I'm going to sanction them. Trust us when we say it's been done, not to us. But we just want to tell you that the opinions and the hosts are not condemned or owned by Bog Talk Radio or any other network. Hey, Daddy, I want an umpa lumper. I want you to get me an umpa lumper right away. All right, Bruco, all right. I'll get you one before the day is out. I want an umpa lumper now! Can it, you nit? Be careful, Bruca. Whatever. Like we said at the top of this announcement, this show is run by trained staffers. Absolutely bonkers. We totally agree on that point. Oh, wait, we did say that. We said it was run by people with disabilities. That's true. Anyway, we may have other hacks in the control booth, with the exception of their boss, Rhino, who heads our politics department, who... Satire isn't going away, and we've only just begun. Season 7, you're in trouble. Even though you're... Well, we know. We know you have a very little kitchen next to Gordon Ramsay's or Jamie Oliver's. Your kitchen is shite. Uh, we know, get out of the kitchen, and we're implying nothing by that. Also, quack doctors, people opposed to free speech, jail politicians, we're on to you. Also, dictators, people that are neurotypical. You talking to me? Is it everyone? If you're not, here's the definition which is defined as two or more people who are considered to be normal. Now, if you're listening to this podcast, we have news for you. You're not normal. But we do encourage you to go, please, please, please go straight to your doctors and get your head checked and enjoy the podcast. Thanks. Really sorry for us. Thanks, Dane. We say that honestly. In truth, we feel sorry for him. Because, well, we don't like ignorant trolls. We love our kind. We hate the current state of affairs with the governing body of the world. And wish to God we could have the extra arm strength to crush its bones. But I digress. The purpose of Troll Book was to capitalize on the scarcity of trolls socially commenting on unjust truth, which is what. Steaks. I, for one, want to make it clear that water 
Indeed, my friend. Not only do I drink and swim in it, but I also make believe that there are lions that stand on their feet and wag their tails. What makes the world go around? I see sharks that wave at me, and even SpongeBob is jealous of my looks. My hair is so greasy underwater that I think it put Fred the fish into a coma. Ha! Top that, Fred. Oh, dang. I drink that sparkling water, which means I'm smarter than Albert Einstein. No! Look at me! I'm smart! SMRT! On top of the world! A troll? Me? I don't think so. I'm just a dude that likes water and likes to swim in it and makes believe that he can do all without looking and sounding normal. So yes, there's our interview with the trolls. And yet, we have found out that there's some... There tends to be some issues hitting uh, hitting uh, Cheesecake Factory, right? Right, Grizz? Well, I mean, in terms of the issues of the Cheesecake Factory, I mean, there are uh-huh. some issues besides fantastic food. But, I mean, when it really comes down to it, it also can get pretty politically heavy, too. I mean... Right. The the fact is is that really when we really look at this, it's a stupid situation about Republicans really taking uh, the shit out I, of Democrats. I, I would I I think it's better off not to even bring up who they are because if you think about it, these people um are peeved because oh Someone doesn't want, because they want a group, more specifically, to uh, um, bend over backwards at, so they could all agree for one, for one reason alone. You know, I, I think this is a, an issue of free speech. Oh, um, yeah. Each which gives people the right to express how they feel about someone or something at the way that mm-hmm. they feel most passionate about. And in this case right now, especially in this, in this climate where people want to represent something or someone that is in, is in base of their own ideas. Right. Uh, you hear people wearing hats of, of the person in charge in our country and, the people that actually wear these hats, they're trying to make a statement. They're making a statement saying that, oh, um, we're going to support this guy based on what he does and what he's all about, but, and you're not going to tell me otherwise. Right. But what they don't... I mean, Drew, that's how we, we, we end up twisting free speech. Because oh, instead yeah. Of, instead of um, appreciating what others have to think, Instead, we right. try to impose our own ideas and our own beliefs onto others, and that's and where yet, that's where tension rises. Oh yeah, and yet they think hurting a company's pocketbook is justifiable, all because they don't like what they have to offer. If they don't like what they have to offer, then don't eat there. I mean, granted, Pinko, Driz, I mean, granted, it's great food. I'm not dissing the food. It's the fact that the person, the particular person in question, was totally scared of the person who fist bumped a, another co-worker and then started smacking his fist trying to scare the person. And the fact is, is then, you know... And culture always sticks her nose in almost everything. Mm-hmm. Right. You know. Right. Culture, yeah, it's mm-hmm. an act. It's an act culture. Yeah, mm-hmm. we know that. But in in the fact of um and culture sticking her saying saying, Oh yeah, 
Joseph should be receiving cheesecake for life. Anybody who receives cheesecake for life, oh my god, I feel sorry for you. Why? Because that's a good excuse to get fat. Exactly. Exactly. Not that I. I mean, uh, listen. I. Uh, uh, I'm one to drink cider, so I'm not I love complaining. You, but, but come on now, every day, eating every day. Every day. I would. I. I think that there's, if someone wants to eat there, you may not be able to prevent them, but you could certainly say, hey, isn't there other other things, other places where you could go and eat? Preferably, that could be healthier options. You're not going to see any one of these guys at, like, a, um, oh, yeah, vegan restaurant. You're never going to, like, it's just never going to happen. No matter the case, everyone has, people might want to be, eat a certain way, but not necessarily can afford it. So, who's to say, who, how... So telling someone how they should live their life when, in fact, could be the downfall of 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 the person's well-being. Yes, everyone has the choice to put that food in their body. Yeah. Does it make but... it right? Not always. But it's not like you're going to go to them and say, you must do. Uh, no, I mean, you could do, and people do do, do that, you know. And, and it doesn't always make it right. It may not because make it right, that lends but... To, and that also lends to more, um, more issues with, with having, uh, with having some sort of, uh, 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 eating disorders. So, in fact, how can this be correct? How can you correct something if you're unable to see what the other person could be? And not all everyone who... And there are people who go there and could be healthy but could have medical issues too, so it's but, very difficult. Okay, okay. From a person, from a personal point of view, um, I mean, any person who's wearing that hat seems to get intimidated and teased almost immediately. If you notice that. And, if you notice and that's every time true. it's brought up, no, every time it's brought up, oh yeah, you're wearing a red hat, you should go, you know. Right. Every time it's brought up, like, you're walking, like, people don't tease me because of my red hood, but yet, if I were to wear, wear a hat that was red, it's almost like, do you have the lettering on the front of it? No. Like, what okay. What does your hat tell as a message? Exactly. Right. Exactly. And that's what this person is doing. Not that we're going to sit here and analyze the thing. No, we're here to make fun of it. But like the fact is, I'm is sorry. That really, I mean, okay. So if it was, if, if we're going to like um, the strength of like a a Doctor Seuss, right? It would be Dr. Seuss versus the Grinches and the Grinches versus the Who's. Right. Okay. So all the Who's are wearing blue hats, right? All the Grinches are wearing red hats with the double doppelganger maxes at the side, right? Mm-hmm. So so if you're like Anybody, yeah, you're gonna fist a Grinch is gonna fist bump a Grinch, but it's going a Grinch gonna fist bump a who? Not if she's not Cindy Lou. No. But at the same time at the same time, 
anything that's opposite is recommended. Anything that's sane is not recommended. So, if you know, if you declare in your in your household, in your state, in your country, today is opposite day. Anything that I say, do not trust. Okay. Do you know what I mean, Driz? Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? Back mm-hmm. me up on this. You back me up on it. You know, actually, like, if I said cheesecake for life and you said, no, I can't, how many types of cheesecake are there? Well, there are several several hundred thousand kinds. Too many flavors. So many flavors of cheesecake. Exactly. Too many flavors. You and I are a different person, are are different people. So you may like vanilla cheesecake. I may like strawberry cheesecake or blueberry cheesecake. So Mm -hmm. our, our taste differs in whatever it is that we are so passionate about. Just the same way as we are passionate about our arts and the message behind our arts. Uh, right. we, if we put a specific cap or a specific hat and it has a specific message on it, then that pertains to us. Right, of course, right. we're going to be talking about that message. So it's not like, oh, this person has to agree with what the message that I'm wearing on my cap is saying. Right. And the fact is, is that if you noticed, if you noticed, right, not to go back to this person's, you know, uprise, but if you right. notice something, notice something, all right? If you don't notice, if you don't take away any of what we're saying, notice this. Anybody who wears a red hat is fucked. Anybody who wears no hat at all is not. Right. Notice that. If no, you wear a red right. hat nowadays, a red hat, you're you're just asking to be jumped. <laughs> yeah, you're asking to be, jumped. to be jumped. Not only that, you're asking to be jumped, and you're go- asking to go like saying, "Oh yeah, I think I'm going to actually jump this person." No, hmm. it's not a thing of it's not a thing of going. Yeah, I'm gonna go around the corner, and I'm going to go. And right. them. I'm right. gonna go and jump them. All right, fine. I'm gonna go and jump them. All right, okay. Yeah, the jump is been successful, and we're off to the races. You know, right. I mean, mm-hmm. like no matter what, I mean, and then they they debate about the size of the hat, right? And what it is? Is it a trucker hat? Is it a beanie? Is it a this? It is a that. It is it this. Is it that? Is it? Is it? Um, you have a frog on your head. Okay. Is it red? No. Is it blue? No. Is it green? Yes. Thank God you have Kermit the Frog on your head, and not some other Muppet. Sorry. God the Muppets, but it's the end of the story. It's like Grover versus Elmo. That's a whole nother debate. No, Miss Piggy versus. Or who likes peanut butter and jelly? Versus ketchup and mayonnaise on on fries. Or ketchup and mayonnaise on fries. I don't or, know. Or, or um, wait, wait, pineapple on pizza. Mm-hmm. Versus- yes, exactly. Pineapple on pizza. I don't. I. I no. But anything else? Maybe. You know. Maybe. Sure. Anything else? Yeah. All right. We'll have a go at. That's if you like it. You know what I mean? And everyone um, is totally has there's so many people who like one thing over another. How many like, times do you hear people I may like, like I may like cheese curds on my french fries and pink hood may not. She may think that mm-hmm. it's disgusting. Hey, Jay, um, Red Hood. Red Hood. Red Hood. Yes. Would prefer mayonnaise over French fries. No, I would not. I would prefer. I, I know, but I'm just saying. I'm using that as an example. I know. It's a good example if it if it included the word bayonnaise sauce. That is fantastic. <laughs> oh my yeah. god. Oh my god. You want you want something really good on fries? Bayonnaise sauce. All the way. All the way. Um, 
yet. See, it's differentiation. And then, to, um, to really hit it home, this person, he shouldn't have been in, he should have been in, like, a waffle hut, you know? Mm -hmm. Um, rather than... No, more like an IHOP, I thought. An IHOP, an IHOP, a Waffle House, any of those things, you would have seen this. But I mean, have you tried a French fries with ranch dressing? Um, no, No, I haven't. Blue cheese and French fries. Oh yeah. Either blue cheese dressing or blue cheese. That's a good combination to me. I don't know if Johnny would like that stuff, but I can't complain about blue cheese. I can't complain at all. Bro, you're not on the blue cheese team. Yes, I yeah. am. <laughs> I mean, listen, I am... Uh... You gotta be chunky, though. Yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, I'm with you on the blue cheese. Pinkhood, what do you think? I, I don't know. I'm oh, come on. More... I like blue cheese, but not on... French fries. I personally go hot wings, buffalo wings. That, yeah. there, that, there, that's a good combination. I mean, I'm, hot I'm wings. Going name, I'm going to name drop, but Heinz ketchup. Heinz ketchup. Oh, yeah. yeah. Heinz ketchup. Meh. Um, I mean, it's too sugary for my taste. But how did we get to food and back to this? The thing is, is that Cheesecake Factory, I didn't go to a Cheesecake Factory until like maybe four months ago. All right. Mm. So I was missing out and I didn't know what I was missing out on. And I was like, mm, Cheesecake Factory, really good. The lines, the lines, the lines, the lines. Holy shit. No wonder why the DMV is so popular. I mean, the lines are, oh, oh my god! If I had to wait for that, for that much, that long again, I don't know. I don't know what I would do. I'll probably just get it to go. That would be interesting. See. I mean, but then it would take twenty-five more minutes for the chef to go. It's ready. Mm-hmm. <laughs> You know, at the same time, you know, it it is, it's kind of one of those things. <laughs> but also, um, also with things that, because of the fact that the polar, the polarizing nature of this, alright, is that you're willing to beat somebody up in a red hat. What if it was a delivery man? What are you going to do then? At that point, you're just screwing yourself over. (laughs) So, the guy delivering your Chinese food or your Indian food goes, I'm going to wear a red hat because I have a safety thing, right? Oh shit, I'm going to be you know, I'm going to be misrepresented because I did something wrong? Okay, no. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And yet, yet, the fact is, Twitter users came out in droves against the Cheesecake Factory with Ankle saying he should be received, receive Cheesecake for life. Now, if Twitter users um, come out and say it, that's one thing. Um, but yet, and Coulter is another. She's just yeah, exactly. trying to sell her books of nonsense or whatever to people with no care in the world. We're going to need a three-hour podcast for this one. Oh, no, yeah. we're not. We're not, because we're not because we're moving on. Um, yeah, we moving so, far away from it. So we're not because we're moving on. Uh-huh. Next. Um, Next. 
So, Pinkhood, what is happening in terms of this Halloween episode? There I mean, isn't, was isn't a... it a bit too early for Halloween? Never. No, no, it Never deals too early. Deals with a lawsuit that was dismissed that dealt with a teacher who is diagnosed with cystic fibrosis. The they had an issue where they um where the school was dismissed. The teacher had was. Must have did something that led to some misconduct from what that with the disability with the person's different ability, and apparently the person was awarded grant this is in euros six sixty four thousand six hundred forty six thousand dollars at least and from I maybe miss I don't want to misquote anything I just it's very uh, in compensation however it was dismissed because it wasn't a disability case in in the appellate court. In, in, yes, but in the, the appellate court are what? They are the courts where you could appeal whatever case. So he won the equivalent, uh, he said 600 something euros? Yeah. That's $760,000.31. Yeah. Okay. Which means now the judge apparently dismissed it because it wasn't a disability discrimination case. Which which I just think if schools if someone has a a different ability, shouldn't there be also ADA accommodations, reasonable accommodations being met? Yeah. Yeah. Of course. And showing, and the teacher showed as a result of high stress, um, the Halloween film. As a result of high stress. So high stress gets you to. Get to uh, show a static. The movie was to show an example of high stress that he was exemplary stress, which, which if the if the if the teacher was dealing with stress of any kind. Shouldn't the school try to work with his schedule, try to work and to figure out a happy medium, especially following ADA, most people, I would would have thought, since you're a professional, there would be ADA as well involved. Uh, possibly, but not every case is right. Is um, but because you're he, the person is working, that's where the ADA comes into play, right? But not in a way that is um the most beneficial, exactly. Which is horrible when. When, when a when an educator we it just there should be more there 
I think the judge should have really looked at it and weighed options, too. I mean, listen, the judge should have weighed the options. Yeah. But at the same time, I don't think that it was anything but, you know what I mean? Right. And it, it's difficult to even think. Who even think what? Necessarily, I think, yes, okay, so the person won money. In a legal court case, it's another to then, okay, appellate courts means that they could appeal the ruling, the opposing party. Because sometimes judges could even get things wrong, too. Rarely do they get things wrong. Very true. Rarely do they get things wrong, Pinko. They don't get it. It's not like... But some judges can, if you think about it. What about the kids for cash? That is definitely wrong. <laughs> you could... Like, 100%. Yeah. That's wrong. That one, you can't kids exactly... Cash is like, just... No. Kids are... Because the cash is almost like selling auto, selling you an auto part in place of a body. It doesn't work. Nope, it doesn't. It doesn't work. And yet, yet, you know, um, it doesn't work, period. Hey. You know, yet, Driz, do you have anything to say about this? Yeah, I agree with Pinka saying that it wouldn't work. It wouldn't work, um, especially if uh, the teacher was in their right mind of showing the movie Halloween, the R-rated version of Halloween, because that kind of exposure to high school students um, is inappropriate. And not only is it inappropriate, but um, it can also cause a lot of confusion as to why um, the teacher would want to show a movie like that to a bunch of high school students. Uh, And especially the teacher who had the disease Mm -hmm. and he or she suffered from stress. I mean, it would have made... And there's a lot more to her the situation as well. And how could we... It's very difficult too, to just... And if the judge makes the wrong decision, what could, what could... There's really... It really puts people in a really different, difficult position too. Yeah, it does. Because the courts want to help make the... The appellate courts, yes, they want to try to get everything. They want to appeal the cases, but not every, not every, there will always be winners and losers. You win some and then you lose some. Mm -hmm. I mean, you win some and you lose some, but at the same time, showing, I mean, because you have high stress, I'm going to watch the musical Hollow or the the movie Halloween. Come on, if Halloween were a, a musical, that if you're would be actually to go out an really or, or or hang out with a friend or somebody. Something if, for if Halloween, I wouldn't watch it because that would be ridiculous. Mm. Just things that you can do to reduce your stress level. I mean, go right, and we also have to think. It, if the person was under far more stress, you don't know. We have no idea yeah, we don't, what we have, they were we under. No, idea. no, we don't. And so we go. We on. don't know what the stress level was of the individual. 
No, but at the same time, the this teacher could have gone through family death or oh yeah, the okay. loss of a personal one that increases stress level, or the fact that um maybe he or she broke up with their boyfriend or girlfriend. The teacher, whoever it is, may have had a bad relationship and decided to get out of it in time so that they could save mm-hmm. themselves from mental, even more mental stress. Mm-hmm. You never know. It could be issues like that that can cause someone to just not use their sense properly, not use their judgment. Right. And when it comes to things. I mean, it is one of those things when you don't use your judgment, but you do use everything else. And trying to actually, maybe you don't know, maybe that might have been a coping mechanism. I mean, watching a very scary movie because you have high anxiety? Okay. Probably not. It it really (laughs) And if the person was really under high high stress, we, and okay, cystic fibrosis, yes, it's a condition. It's another thing to if it would be one thing if they if the teacher didn't ha- have any misconduct on the record so they could act actually so it could have been more in their favor could have had better favor for the court system we will never know Pinkwood. We will never know, right. but we will never know the answer. But we, 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 we won't all be right. 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 Exactly. And there's an author that that actually just says start to focus her that won a literally literary award for a few other books and now she's coming out with a book called So Lucky that is focusing more on different abilities and social issues and also LGBTQ issues as well well I mean these days they all go together the fact is that yeah. this book this book is the first um, of the year that uh, the the fact is she wrote this um, well writing its sequel hid men would and was about six hundred and sixty or sixty thousand words in when she got yeah. the opportunity to do a PhD at the Angela Ruskin in University uh, in Cambridge and. Um, this was her PD, PH, uh, PhD, which is quite interesting. Um, and then she worked on her PhD for a few months on her first draft and sent this off to his, her advisor in the UK. And then they had a three-week period where they didn't really go back to the novel, but the engine was still running. And she didn't and know where to turn it. And so she's just sat down and this stuff came roaring out, just pouring out, ripping, gushing at a high velocity, like a kind of fire hose thing. And two and a half weeks later, she had the first draft finished. Um, I can tell you as, well, at least James could tell you as a writer for the show, it is kind of like that because, um, I mean, he works on pieces all the time that are first drafts. And sometimes they're really good, and sometimes they're absolute crap, you know. Um, but this is a book that uh, is, by her own account, nothing that she's done before at all, you know. Um, and she's known for her lesbian pie 
uh, her her, book, her novel featuring Leslie Pye, Odd Torvington, uh, which also includes the title Stay, The Blue Place, and Always. Um, and then her 7th century novel, <laughs> Hid. And she, and she won several awards. Yeah. She's definitely yeah. not... She she definitely knows, has... She definitely I mean, has a nice repertoire as well. Yeah, a nice repertoire, and not only that, but the book cover looks quite. It looks. It looks like something that would get everyone interested in it reading. Kinda it kind of looks like her. It kind of looks like she's purposely burnt the novel. You yeah. Know? Um, and the the fact is is that. This entire thing um, is a lot about about healthcare and what was going on yep. at the time, and what is actually going on now. Um, and just recently, uh, you know, for anybody who watches John Oliver's uh, Last Week Tonight, they um, discussed about rehab, and hmm. so. So that was Sunday Night Show, I believe, and that was fantastic. Way to go, John and his team. Yeah. We'll say that. Um, however, uh, you know, the fact is, is that this book is something that you should definitely go out and get. We are planning on getting it, and then yeah. uh, we'll see what happens after that. But, yeah, it would be great to see her success continue. Well, I mean, it it sounds like a really long book, you know. Yeah. She um, definitely she took her time with it. Well, I mean, somebody. Who, That's what they but, say. Uh, yeah, but the thing is, is that when you write, you spend quite. A person yeah. just goes. The narrator yeah. by page nine, her wife is her wife is left and she's diagnosed with multiple sclerosis. And by, by page thirty one, she's forced to step down from a nonprofit aid or aid, aid organization she directs, and is looking at a health insurance expiring within the year. Okay, those things have never ever crossed a, path, a book path, right? Nope, I don't think so. Wrong. I mean. I've never seen it. I mean, in films, but in books, never seen that. This is quite new. Um, and yeah, I mean, is I guess one of those things. Yeah, we've seen we've seen. A lot of different elements come into play. It just never has been in book form. More on the, TV, different in different media. This is the first this one. This is the first time we're ever seeing it being addressed in a book, too. I mean, it's in a book. Just yeah. You know, that's the thing. I mean, she is she is widely known about uh, around the. I mean, it's an angry, funny, clever written piece that ushers a new wave of disability stories. Says Susan Nesbaum of Good King, Bad Kings. I mean, the fact is, is that she has. Um, from what we can see, or at least I can see, um, that she is, it's one of those things that they even, if you go on her site, NicolaGriffith.com, um, she has a whole thing about, uh, cripping up. And uh, theses and cripplets and all of that. 
uh, and ableism in publishing um, and writing disability is the risk of writing running about being disabled. Um, stuff that you should go and read because I read it and it's fascinating because a lot of people um, and this was also uh, she's co-partner with Alice Wong to host hmm. a ninth chat about writing for disabilities from disabilities of um, disabled writers that's pretty awesome um, but you know it's a lot of things yeah in this world I mean yeah it's it a, definitely makes brings into play some it really makes it it's it makes it worthwhile too mhm instead of just constantly thinking about the norm and when someone could read what is actually going on what is currently going on there's a point where you have to realize what comes into play. I mean, I think it, what it is, is, I think what, what people think about writing disability versus, um, you know, well, it's right about disability. You're the only person that's lived through it because you can share yeah. your experience with having a disability. Well, you're not. I wouldn't say you're not. You're not the only person. Mm. Who's but there's lived through it. But those who are writing are those who write books on disability and what what they've been through. You know what it's been like for them on a personal right. level. And it's, right. Right. And each person who has a different ability focuses on their own experience, not what every other person has um, in comparison to them. It's the opposite of. Right. And it's the opposite of that always gets people. Um. You know, it got us with tonight's uh, debate about Zuckerberg and his troll site. But, you know, also, um, you know, it's, it's one of those things when you put it together... It's a perfect combination if you know how to do mm-hmm. it right. And some people don't want to share their experiences. Some people do. You know? And this is available on IndieBound, Amazon iBooks, uh, Barnes Noble, Google Play. And in, that's in the US. In the UK, it's on Amazon and iTunes. Um, and she even has, um, I think she recorded the audio book for, um, and it was her first professional narration as well, Mm. which, um, the fact is, is that, you know, um, Janice Ian, who did the, uh, who wrote the song Seventeen. Mm-hmm. I learned the truth at 17 today. You know, um, she narrated her thing and won a Grammy for it, okay? But not every writer can narrate their their own books, you know? Right. So, um, which she has an entire article about that, too, in the process of it. And... 
which I kind of like that process. I think it's always. I think we have to go. I think we gotta. Close to it. We always do. We always do. Um, but you know, time is evil. Um, time is time is very evil. But uh, there's just a lot there. Uh, go to our site. Yeah. Packed information. Um, and if you like us, follow us on Twitter at AMC Press News or AMC Press and Co. and TSCS Pod for the Satirical Challenge Show. Yeah. Um, hit us up. Don't hit us up. Yeah. We don't bite. Uh, at least the counterparts who play us don't bite. Um, and uh, yeah, so that's our show. Have a great night, and we will see you yeah. on Mon- on Wednesday. No, Wednesday. Wednesday. I did say Wednesday. Wednesday. Anyway, see you on Wednesday. Wednesday. Have a good night, guys. Good night, folks. Good night. Bye. Bye. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.